We would like to acknowledge the traditional peoples on whose land we work, live and learn, recognising they are the original storytellers. We pay our deepest respects to elders past and present. We also express from the fullness of our hearts gratitude to our Shankaracharya lineage, the source from where our Vedic wisdom flows. To all the teachers and families who have been caretakers of this culture, Jay Gurudev. Welcome to the Mahasoma Podcast, a space for sharing feminine-led Vedic wisdom, stories, and real conversations. If you haven't yet discovered an enjoyable daily practice of meditation that works for your lifestyle and you're keen to learn more, or if you've already learned Vedic meditation and want to deepen your practice, then please reach out. We would love to have you part of our Mahasoma community. We teach in-person Vedic meditation courses in Melbourne, Castlemaine, Surf Coast, Noosa, Adelaide, and Albury. Head to mahasoma.com or reach out to us on Instagram at mahasoma. Hello and welcome back to the Mahasoma podcast. My name is Kathleen. Today I'm going to continue these shorter snippets, shorter podcasts we've been doing. And today's theme came simply from something I was thinking about yesterday that came from a little debrief that I was having here with some community members in Castlemaine the core crew that I worked with creating a really, really beautiful four-day gathering a couple of weeks ago. And yesterday we got together to unpack that, to share our experience of that, to discuss what we loved and what worked really, really well, and then also what we would do a little differently next time. And quite often I find myself in these kinds of ways of debriefing. We do this a lot in Mahasoma. So I'm kind of used to this. But we ended up sitting there for over three hours talking and talking. We had lots of different topics and we'd go around the circle and everyone would share on that topic. And by the end of it, we all felt pretty full, pretty full of information and experiences and feelings. And my reflection at the end as I was driving home was what a beautiful way of unpacking that was a very feminine way of leadership uh, very collaborative all about sharing or about listening but it really really took some time and what really came was that this little gathering this little debrief there was no outcome The purpose wasn't an outcome. The purpose was us coming together to collaborate and to share. And the purpose was everything that was felt and learnt through that process. And it reminded me, I remember a few years ago, my parents sharing with us that when they were on the board for the Steiner Kinder and Steiner School that we went to, this was how they often came to decisions where everyone sat on a table in a circle and every single person would share on every single topic. 
And you might go, well, that's not particularly productive or efficient, but it was a really, really important way of coming to decisions in a very co-created, collaborative way. And this is what we got to do yesterday. And as it does, it prompted me to extrapolate this from that one experience to a much, much bigger understanding of life. And so I thought I'd sit down today and share some of that and what came, which essentially is around life as a process rather than an outcome. And how we can find grace and ease in the process of life. So let's see what comes. And I was driving home thinking about how, you know, it can be quite easy to know this, uh, to have this understanding of, oh yeah, life is a process when everything is seeming to be going well. Maybe life is playing out just as we would like it. It's when life may get a little bit more challenging and we're thrown a few curveballs or possibly things that we have been ignoring have built up and we have to deal with all of that all at once. And that can cause us to feel overwhelmed and maybe a little bit unsettled as well. It's usually in these moments when you may feel the body starts to move into a state of fight or flight. And what tends to happen is that in that moment, we tend to experience some forgetting. And we may forget that the process that we're going through, though it may feel uncomfortable, the process is the solution. When we're experiencing something we find uncomfortable, or maybe we can't quite see it in the context, meaning we just want it to end and we want to get back to that flow state that we were in. And therefore we tend to kick ourselves out of the present moment and move into more of a future thinking mode or solution mode out of fear of things not playing out as maybe we thought we wanted them to we would have preferred them to. So in this particular state, we can be so focused on a solution, which is essentially trying to change the thing that we're in, wanting to change the current situation, that we completely move out of the power of the present moment. And we miss an opportunity for growth and learning. And really what we're doing is resisting life. We're rejecting life because if you resist what is, then you're completely resisting life. And we start to, and I know I've certainly had this experience, where we start to see everything in life through the lens of that problem that we have. And we can go into a mode of trying to solve that problem and forget that there's actually a really beautiful process taking place. And by moving ourselves out of the present moment, what we're really doing is hindering our own evolution because we've forgotten for a moment that all of the information about what's going on, about what is needed, about what to do next, where things are heading is actually all in the present moment. 
when we start to get challenged, fearful or overwhelmed, we really eject ourselves from the present, which has the effect of ejecting ourselves from the information that's going to be part of the solution to shifting and changing the experience. And in fight or flight, which is what's happening here, we also tend to use the old information that we have that's based on our past experiences. And from that, we either tend to defend our position or we might go into an attacking mode, which, as I said, is fight or flight. And rather than looking at it and thinking, okay, I'm really challenged right now. This is probably not what I want to be experiencing in the long term, but I am having this experience and I'm going to be fully with it. I can see this experience as a beautiful gift to learn something about myself or about how life works so that I'm actually flowing with life rather than resisting life. Because in the end, really, I would say what we want to be experiencing more in life is greater love, joy, freedom, peace, ease. So we want to practice and learn the ways uh, for this to be our reality, to understand life, to feel part of the process of life so that we can enjoy life more. And funnily enough, <laughs> meditation has this effect where you know we shift and change our eyes open experience of life simply by sitting down, closing the eyes and letting go. It's pretty amazing that it's that simple. And whenever I'm learning something new or I'm wanting to experience more of some particular quality, like strength or resilience, flow, some ease, whatever it may be, I tend to look to people uh, that already embody that and how they live, but also who I consistently use most of the time and I'll find these qualities embodied in is nature. Nature is my greatest teacher and nature is a profound teacher in seeing life as a process, as a rhythm or a cycle. Nature does its thing without us doing anything, right? The sun rises and falls, seasons come and go, the leaves change, so many rhythms, so many cycles, the moon, we could go on and on. And nature needs absolutely nothing from us, really. But we are relying completely on nature. Have you ever thought about that? And there is a constant process that's going on in nature. Nature doesn't live in the future or the past. It's here right now. And there's a really beautiful continuum of progressive evolution taking place of constant growth in relation to its environment. It adapts, which allows it to then take on a really a new expression that is more capable than its previous expression. And this is evolution, a constant upgrading. And it's also in complete harmony with everything around it. Nature is incredible. 
<laughs> but beyond that, you know, what is governing all of that? Governing nature. This incredible unfolding of life is also incredibly intelligent. What is that intelligence? This creative intelligence that governs nature. And importantly, what is my relationship to that intelligence? And again, I'll bring it back to meditation because interestingly, you are cultivating this relationship when you practice Vedic meditation. There are so many layers to this practice. Yes, it helps you feel more calm, less anxious, sleep better. You have more energy. You feel more productive. We could go on and on and on about the benefits. And on a deeper level, meditation is the tool or the practice that delivers you back to your own nature. It takes you to the source of life itself. And we begin to form a relationship with that. How? <laughs> well, in Vedic meditation, we close down the eyes. We completely surrender our individual needs in that moment, right? We're surrendering focus and control of our individual mind. We start repeating this very sweet, soft, mellifluous sound inside the mind, which allows the mind to settle and the body to settle. And everything moves inwards. Kind of like a wave surrendering its form so that it collapses back into the ocean. And what we're doing is allowing our individuality to expand into the totality of our being. How incredible. And importantly here, in this practice, we go in with no expectations, knowing that whatever we're about to experience is exactly what we need in that moment to create greater balance. It's not about any outcome. It's about the process. We allow our mind and our body to go through this letting go process. And there's a real relaxing that happens and a forgetting for a moment, all of our problems. And really an expansion happens. And maybe you've had the thought, or maybe I'm going to prompt it here, you know, if I'm letting go and not doing anything in meditation, then who is governing? What is governing this whole experience? There's an intelligence here. There's patterns here, layers, processes, themes that are all playing out that are constant. And we can begin to understand that greater aspect of ourself. And in that deep experience, you may realize or may now put your attention on it that I've mentioned it, that there is a greater intelligence operating here. And it is in fact very, very intelligent. And it doesn't require you to control it. You don't need to control the outcome. You can flow with grace and ease through the process of life, which is what meditation is kind of teaching you and giving you the direct experience of. And the really wonderful news is this experience isn't exclusive to meditation. This intelligence isn't exclusive to meditation. It is always present and it lives in the now here always. 
but we start having this experienced eyes closed first and we begin to embody this understanding coming from your direct experience in meditation but then drawing that out and living it in daily life and something to consider here if in meditation we let go we're easy gentle soft and we have no attachment to an outcome and life got better (laughs) you know we felt better we felt calmer more energetic more full of love compassion ease grace if life got better from operating in this way why would we not operate in this way all of the time and how can we surrender the need to control surrender rigid expectations of what's going to happen surrender the need to figure it all out and instead move into that deeper state that you experienced eyes closed as a 24 7 continuum how can we live life how we practice meditation because remember life got better when we did that and life is not really about getting to one final destination finding the final solution ah i'm done here i've done it all and i get a tick for life the to-do list of life we want to be in life to experience life and when we're in outcome mode um, we forget and we miss the now so instead it's about finding some ease some grace about allowing and accepting the process of life and something that came as i was thinking about this as well to take it even just a little bit further that even in those times of feeling really challenged or uncomfortable even in those times is there really a problem or is it an opportunity to connect to life to bind you back to a deeper experience to help us transform maybe it's an experience we need to unravel and to unpack more and i thought what if we were told this from the start of life that every problem is actually a gift and i thought you know how would we engage in life differently and maybe we could look at a problem and fully be with it and allow the process to inform us to move us for it to be an evolutionary gift And this might just allow us to go through the experience and learn from it rather than feeling like we need to change anything to figure it out or to control life or that something went wrong or that we messed up in some way and seeing life as a process you know radically shifted how i related to it how i related to life especially how i related to my health conditions and it doesn't and didn't mean that you know we don't do anything about it i don't stop looking after myself knowing that there's a process going on quite the opposite really but seeing life as a process it really helped to soften the experience to let go and to fully be with what is and to not resist life so i hope that inspires or helps in some way 
If you have any more questions and would like us to touch on any topic that you find interesting, please let us know. We'd love to share as much as we can with you. Jay Gradev. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed what we were communing about and want to hear more, then please subscribe to the Mahasoma podcast. And if you have some time, then please leave a review. We would love to hear from you. And it will also help to share this podcast with those looking for a new perspective. If you'd like to find out more about Mahasoma or learn Vedic meditation with our collective of teachers, then head to mahasoma.com or you can follow us on Instagram at mahasoma or connect with us at facebook.com forward slash mahasoma community. Together, we are a collective, a community of like-minded, heart-centered humans weaving into the tapestry of life new ways of being and living through the exploration of timeless wisdom and the sharing of stories we aspire to uplift and support a new generation of conscious empowered and purposeful humans Maha Soma is all about exploring new cultural narratives to help you find a new normal together we rise in love